Happy Halloween, everybody. JC Media coming at you on another Saturday here. And we are just a couple days away from Election Day. And I thought that I would speak a little bit on that in today's podcast. Because right now there seems to be such a palpable kind of, you know, I don't exactly know what to call it, just a very palpable kind of fear, uh, anxiety, um, just an edginess in the air that has really kind of been present all year long, especially since COVID really took off here in the United States. I felt it ramp up over the last couple months, uh, specifically after the Jacob Blake shooting, which took place in Kenosha, Wisconsin, back in the end of August. Um, It's been a really, really crazy time. It's been a really difficult year for a lot of people. Um, A lot of people are really hurting. A lot of people are struggling to get by with the current economy that we are in here in this country. People are getting sick. Um, And then on top of that, we've got this incredibly tumultuous political climate here in an election year. And here we are. We're three days away, three days away from the election. Um, And I never really thought... And given I'm young, I'm 27, but I never really thought that I would ever live to see a time in which everything just feels so up in the air, everything feels so on edge here in the United States that you just don't really know, given, based on who wins this election, what is going to happen. So I already voted. Um, You know, I did, I did my part in that. And what I'm seeing right now is a lot of fear. You know, there, there seems to be a lot of mutual fear between the two sides of the political spectrum. And this fear continues to be talked about and talked about and talked about. And it seems like from things that we've seen on the media, uh, things that the president has said himself, that there is uh, kind of this preparation for mobilizing um, for potential violence, potential unrest, which we've already been seeing here this year. What what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, and what I'm urging people to do is to, you know, go ahead and vote and do your part, but At the same time, I think that most of us also need to take a step back from what it is that is going on. We need to 
take a step back, take some deep breaths, and examine how it is us and our lives relate to the bigger picture. Because what I keep hearing about right now is, you know, there's been this talk of potential civil war and civil unrest coming up in this country. And it's really, like I said, something that I never really thought that I would start to hear in America of all places. Um, but, you know, things have been kind of steadily going downhill in that way ever since 2016, ever since Donald Trump was elected the first time. We've been in this very uh, hypersensitive social environment, political environment. Um, you never know if something that you say is going to be taken the wrong way by somebody. Um, living in a world where uh, people get canceled for things that they say or for their beliefs sometimes. Um, so then you get a reaction from the other side um, of people <laughs> wanting, almost wanting to use that against the other side. Um, they enjoy triggering other people. And, you know, there's just this whole back and forth that I have seen, which is going on um, really ever since 2016, 2015, 2016, when that presidential race started, but is really, really heated up. Um, gone way, way up this whole year here in this crazy election year. So, I think I just want to shed light on if there's anybody who feels like, you know, you want to burn this whole thing down if the candidate that you want doesn't win. I would just ask you to consider what does that really solve at the end of the day? I mean, you know, I, I'm not saying that I have the answers because I don't. And I'm not saying that if your candidate doesn't win, you're not right to feel upset about it because um, we don't know exactly what's going to happen. All I would say is that if you're gonna if you're gonna go out into the streets and protest is fine, but we need to be wise about how we're gonna do protest at this point in time. If you're gonna go out into the streets and you're going to be uh, tempted and lured into the possibility of violence of any type. Uh, I, I think a lot of us in this country, maybe through watching movies, we've had this kind of idea in our head about fighting for a cause and fighting with violence for a cause and this being some kind of glorious thing in which we're 
sacrificing ourselves, sacrificing our lives. And we could die for a greater cause. However, I don't feel like that's necessarily the place that we're at just because of how divided we truly are. I don't think that many of us really understand what it means in order to commit an act of violence onto somebody else. I I don't really. And I don't think that most of us really understand what it means to be in a civil war. So I was listening to this very interesting, uh, very interesting interview on a radio show the other night where there was this journalist talking about a civil war that he was covering in Ukraine when they were having a lot of their political unrest uh, between Ukrainians, uh, the Russians who lived in the country. This is back in 2014. He spoke about being kidnapped uh, and being blindfolded and being taken to some uh, Russian camp to be interrogated where they were interrogating journalists. He mentioned that when they got to a checkpoint, checkpoint of their own, he could feel the, the tension rise in the bus that he was in with all these Russian soldiers. He was blindfolded, but he felt the tension rise and he heard everybody cock their guns, even though they were at one of their own checkpoints. And this was just to kind of illustrate how during something such as a civil war, there is, it's not always clear who the enemy is. You know, you, you don't know exactly who is going to come for you. It is really just a lot of confusion, a lot of fear, a lot of suffering. You don't always necessarily even end up getting killed by somebody on the other side. Uh, a lot of a lot of the time you might end up getting killed by somebody on your own side due to confusion, due to friendly fire, due to whatever. And he was just trying to illustrate the suffering that is brought on by these civil wars. Uh, innocent civilians die. It's, it's just not uh, something that I think that if we live here, if you've lived here in America, we can really comprehend. We probably have this kind of movie uh, sort of glory idea of what it means to engage in something like a civil war and to fight for your side. Whereas, I'm not saying that there are things that cannot be worked on in this country, that there are things that should not change. However, I really don't think that engaging in something like a civil war or engaging in real violence against the other side is something that is going to get us to a better place. It's going to lead to more destruction. It's going to lead to more suffering. It's going to lead to a more desolate kind of society. 
and people are already hurting so much this year. Now, I know that there are people who are not going to be reached by this. There are people who probably don't care. Um, And this is the hill that they're going to die on. I think the last point that I'll make about this is I would just hope that a lot of this talk about civil war, a lot of this fear of the other side doesn't turn into its own self-fulfilling prophecy. Because that's another thing that this journalist also spoke about, was that the fear, the taking up arms, uh, the strategizing of a potential attack, this stuff ends up becoming, in a way, its own self-fulfilling prophecy. And what ends up happening is... People on one side start to paint a picture in their mind of what the other side is. You know, they're all bad. They're essentially evil. I mean, that's the point we are. That's the point that we're at here in this country is the other side of the political spectrum isn't just bad and wrong. They're evil. So, therefore... I am justified in taking any actions necessary against this side. So when we take that type of a stance, that type of an attitude, it can end up becoming its own self-fulfilling prophecy. And I just really hope that that does not come to fruition. This place is my home. I love America because it is my home. And it's really that simple. And I don't want to see massive violence take place with all the suffering that has already gone on. You know, I already think it's, it's gonna be a wild ride. We're all gonna be there to watch it together. However, my plan is to not add any fuel to the fire, is to try to not live through fear. I hope that we can all take a step back, take a few deep breaths, and really try to see how it is that we all relate to the bigger picture. JC Media, thank you for joining me. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Stay healthy, everybody. I'll talk to you next week.